Subcoutage. I wish I'm glued to the live coverage of the Brits. I've three channels and four live newspapers feeds running. <laughs> it is a fierce enjoyment, cluster shambles. That's saying something from a minister in Brian Cahan's cabinet. Will I only supported that for a short few years uh, until I could no longer stand idly by... Until you saw your chance of nabbing a bigger pension. Well, Why is Sky just showing a plane in Heathrow? Uh, well, seemingly quasi Corteng is a quasi gunner. He's been humiliated in Washington. <laughs> like when you got COVID the night before your only trip to the White House. <laughs> Man, I laughed so hard my abs were amazeballs the next day. <gasps> Breaking news! Liz Truss is doing a press conference to announce the U-turn. Ah, that we should get some popcorn. Uh, very low and saturated fat. Holy cow. I mean, if they keep this up, I'll actually look capable again. I mean, just in contrast to like... You're not wrong. The cut of her when her eyes go wide because she's not an iota what she's saying out loud. It would be like having Emer Higgins' T-shirt. <laughs> Take that back. Emer is our very competent spokesperson for saying dippy things about housing. Uh, there's nothing quite like a U-turn after weeks of denying there'll be a U-turn. When will the Brits realise that you can't just announce things to make the rich richer in a single dramatic mini-budget? I know, like... You have to do it incrementally, like our 11 years slowly allowing finance to dictate housing policy and thus turning basic shelter into a luxury item. Uh, making billions for tax-dodging firms while tax-paying citizens suffer. Uh, Although that awesomely successful policy does sound weird when I say it out loud. Uh, which is why uh, we have paused it for years, and many years. Until you yet again saw your chance at nabbing a bigger pension. <coughs> that of the Brits haven't changed since Cromwell. What? Coming over here to do all the slaughter in just nine months, you have to spread out the pain like... Yes. I mean, it also took Fianna Fáil 11 years to burn the economy to the ground. <gasps> Newsflash, Quartang is going to be sacked. OMG, the Brits are lolcado. <gasps> What's that, like four finance dudes slash Chancellors in a single year? Wowzers. Whereas we've only had two in 11 years. Yeah. And they cut respite care and youth dole, <laughs> brought in the vultures and the cuckoos, oh. and not even a sniff of them being sacked. And the Brits don't have the stomach to truly gut a country. At this stage, even Boris Johnson's left fun bag is starting to appear sentient compared to this. What's Truss going to do in our press conference now, I wonder? Huh. Punch herself in the face and set fire to the room? She should just quote a movie like I do when I run out of ideas. Like that Thatcher film that won Meryl Streep and Oscar. That seems appropriate. Uh, the Iron Lady. That's uh, the one. You don't actually believe all the palaver that Liz trusses like Thatcher now, surely? She's exactly like Thatcher, dude. What? When she had dementia. <laughs> Sick ah, burn! No, 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 that, that's very inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't agree with that at all in terms of... The... But you'll still suck it up because... Bigger, bigger Good evening, and yes, I'm still in the black tie. Super quasi-cataclysmic Lizzie is atrocious. We cross now to Downing Street to hear from our latest Prime Minister, and I can't guarantee that she lost to the end of her first sentence. Never mind the whole speech, never mind the year or the evening. If you want me, I'll be down the bookies, putting my life savings on Rishi being the PM by first light. Prime Minister! Prime Minister! Hello! What a day! <laughs> Look! We get it. Which is why Quasi Quarteng just got in the neck. Them's the brakes. The whole of the country understands that I am for growth. Wait, am I on the telly? Hello, Mum. Sorry, growth. And I am just like a growth, really. Sitting on the backside of Britain, just waiting to be lanced. My friend Quarteng had to go for doing exactly the measures that I asked him to do. And that is a disgrace. <laughs> so, 
now that he's out of the way, the path is finally clear for me to do exactly the opposite of what I said I would do. Because the market's reacted in precisely the way that I was warned. Whee! All the way down. Now, let's have some questions for me to stumble through. My apologies for being so blunt, Prime Minister, but you are b****. Will you turn the light off on the way out? Look, uh, I am the kind of person who will deliver uh, growth and, um... All right, thank you, everyone. Thank what? you very much. And she scuppered. Goodness, that press conference lasted about as long as our Chancellor's career. Events moving very quickly now. The PM is still so new. Some of our correspondents say the stench of Boris was still fresh in the air of that very briefing room. That's it for now. Work to do. We have to get the election night studio dusted off and move the doomsday clock to yesterday. Good luck. Joining us now is former Minister Shane Ross, who has written a... What are you doing? Checking the studio for bugs, Claire. The shinners have been trying to spy on me ever since I was writing this book of Mary Lou. Aha! Here's another one! That's your microphone, Shane. They're listening to us. Well, this is being pre-recorded, so... The RTE are too terrified to cover my Mary Lou book live. Well, defamation laws are... Behold, folks, the chilling effect Sinn Féin has on vital, vital journalism. I'm, in fact, chilled right now. Well, that might just be the cold, hard stare of the truth-seeking missile known as Claire Byrne. Is it? Also, we've been leaving the radiators off to keep the bills down. It's a conspiracy. You are too coward to broadcast... My shocking discoveries from this book. I read your book in its entirety this morning. Really? While consuming all newspapers and online content. I see. I didn't see any discovery in the entire book. I investigated the riddle as to why a party with a dark past made as leader a woman so mysterious that she is a Republican riddle, Claire. And what is the answer to the riddle? Many, 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 many questions remain unanswered. Isn't that the point of the book? To answer the questions? Well, I... You don't seem to solve any of them. But how did she pay for the house extension? Says the man who grew up in the villa from normal people. Also, why didn't you find out how she paid for the... Who really is this woman and what is she trying to hide? Again, says the rich boy who once described himself as a parasitical stockbroker. You see, well, I've never hidden my problematic past. Whereas Mary Lou is a middle class leader of a political party, just like the leaders of pretty much all the other political <gasps> parties. Oh my, oh my word. They, they've gotten to you too, haven't they? Oh no, Shane Ross isn't safe anywhere. Is there anything new you've actually found on Mary Lou? Otherwise, we'll call this quits. Of course, there are so, so many revelations. Some praise for the book. An expose to thrill, said James Patterson from Westmeath. Enthralling, said Stephen King from Valley James Duff. I'm bored now. Guys, let's just go with the chat about scones instead, yeah? Well, I, this is the most extraordinary case of censorship I've ever witnessed in my long career, and in my next book, Shane Ross unravels the Montrose muddle that is Claire Byrne. Can we get him a taxi, please? Where did you get the shed, Claire? Who who funded the shed? There was a sale in Woody's. Who is this dastardly Claire Byrne? And why is she linked to an organisation that has access to countless sharp objects and chemicals? I shan't rest until I've found out!
Good evening. You're tuned to RTE2 by accident. Welcome. Now, from the broadcaster that brought you Jake Stevens in America, Daniel and Magella's USA Road Trip, and Kevin McGarren's America, comes a unique new series The Two Johnnies Do America. Again. How's it going? Lads. We're back in America, lads. Again. America. Just so you don't think RT is wasting your license fee money sending us on a glorified holiday, <laughs> we've come up with a convoluted excuse for going to America. Again. That's right. We're traveling across America to discover stories for a special radio broadcast from New York on the 4th of July, even though you are watching this in October. And that's this excuse to make a telly show I've ever heard one. <laughs> so sit back, relax the cacks, and we'll show you once again that America is pure mad, so it is. In. The, the two, two Johnnies do America. America. Again. Again! Oh, lad. We're heading to Compton, because one of those scary places you hear about in the films about rappers and guns and shite. And we're meeting Gino, who has the inside track on what's going on in the hood. I can't wait to learn about Compton and how different it is from Tip, lad. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty normal neighbourhood now. You yeah. know, poverty, crime and unemployment has actually plummeted. Go ahead. Jeez, lad. No one told us America was going to be roasted. So I couldn't follow a word that Gino was saying. And to be honest, I still hadn't even seen a gun yet. What's going on? Portraying this particular community. So what you're saying is that any minute now, a drive-by shooting could take place, yeah? No, Like I... a junior B team out celebrating the county final. What? But with Uzis. Well, no, because <laughs> of recent economic development... That was enough for me, lad. No. Way was I sticking around to get shot at by a bunch of crazy Yanks? Worse than young ones from the day she hopped up in fat frogs and armed with penny sequins. So we headed for Texas, cause one of them scary places you hear about in films about cowboys and guns and shite. Yo! Well, I hope y'all ready to try your hand at some ranching today. We couldn't understand a word this fellow was saying to us, boy. Well, we could, to be honest, but you know we were hanging from a feed of something called Bud Weiser the night before. America is pure nuts, lad. It's wild out, like. lad. Let's go over here and look at the cattle, shall we? Oh, that was enough for me, lad. No way was I sticking around to get kicked by a crazy yank cow right here in Texas. No, thank you, America. No, lad. We'll stick to singing our country songs in the pickup truck right. to fill up the rest of the episode so we can get the hell out of Texas. But I did, did love night and I did love day. I did like, did like, did like, did like, Coming up next week, we learn about a mad thing called table etiquette. Turns out, you can't just eat spuds with your bare hands like back home. Oh, Americans are gone! Ah, come on, Johnny B, we're not that savage. Don't be making a show of us, lad. What? I eat me dinner proper, like, with a knife and hurl. <laughs> wow! <laughs> hurl! Wow. Knife and hurl! Woo! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, lad. Hello, all. Sorry I have to dial in today. I'm feeling a tad poorly. Oh, sorry to hear that. Hey. Now, nobody spoil Bake Off. I haven't caught up yet, so... Do you need me to pick you up anything, Madam President? No. Well, the car outside can pop over to the house any time. No, no, no. You're grand, love. I don't like partition, but... Uh, Boundaries, yeah. <laughs> Good one. In fact, I'm starting to come around now. That video of the girls in green has put a real pep in my step. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. to see the wolf tones being reclaimed by young, fit, good looking people as opposed to the usual man shaped cartilage and carbohydrates shoved into a Celtic jersey. It represents Gen Z's embrace of anti colonialism and the rebuke of imperialism. Okay, you- okay, relax, Zone. You sound like a so basic David McWilliams <laughs> it's just a catchy chant love yeah so spare us the think pieces sorry now how good is this Shane Ross hoo-ha yeah. it's gold for ramping up our inflated sense of victimhood what 
And I mean complaining about unfair coverage from RG. <laughs> Pathetic. I mean, that's only acceptable when we do it. Oops. It seems like only yesterday that hashtag RTE bias yeah. was giving us the sort of clobbering that makes us sore in the pills. Right. And look at them now. Oh. Terrified of offending us. <laughs> I mean, this is everything right oh. now. <laughs> this is everything. Perhaps now there were other things we could frighten RTE into doing, yeah. no? Aye, like a new series of Killing a Scully High. I presume that's one of those culty things that I don't understand Aye. like silage Marty Morrissey what? agriculture policy how about the CPO on all the houses on cheap Irish homes bad, maybe yeah. get them to drop that whole great house revival thing oh, yeah. where Hugh Wallace tries to rescue homes built by Cromwell generals oh. I mean it's a blue shirt fantasy basically. get actual stars on Dancing with the Stars Exactly, Louise. Like like proper, you know, shinner celebrities. Yes. Yeah. Such as the son of someone who escaped from the maze. Ooh, um, or one of the lads let out for doing the thing. Uh, or ooh. the fellow who came up with the recognised code words. And uh, maybe we'll just leave them out of for now, boss, since, you know, they're scared of our shadow. Our shadowy forces. Except, <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, God, they're not listening in, are they? Uh, sorry, I was only messing, lads. Crikey. Okay, Huns, let's, let's just call it a day at that, all right? Thanks. Mwah. Goodbye, up the bye Republic bye. Bye bye. and so on. Bye Don't bye. spoil bye. Bake Off. Bye. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to GB News with completely impartial news journalist Nigel Farage here. With me is our unbiased reporter, Arlene Foster, who's in Ireland. God save the king, Arlene. God save the king, Nigel. But can I... don't I... feel so good to be able to say that at last. No offence to HRH, Queen Elizabeth, uh. but kings are just better. That's a fact. But I must point out it's Northern Ireland. Oh, sorry. Not to be confused with the southern tato-humping, hurly-licking, huckle-bucking heathens of the Republic of Era. Okay, so just to clear it up, Northern Ireland, what is it? Does it have its own parliament, mm-hmm. or is it just run by a sweaty chieftain in a loincloth? We are a proud part of the United Kingdom, though we are being what? wrenched from the bosom of Britishness due to the LGBTQEU enforced blockage of our sausages. Again, just to reiterate, Britishness has no bosom anymore because we now have a king. All right. So I presume it's a it's a crotch of Britishness or a... Uh, uh, His Majesty's sausage fingers? The point is... Oh. The plain, ordinary, ale-swilling, swearing at the TV, occasionally set themselves on fire with a zippo when they've had one too many. Play British people are ready for the Brexit bans. Yes. Any day now, once the uh, market's turmoil and momentary month-long collapse of the pound is over. And on that note, I think we need to give Prime Minister Liz Truss a chance, Nigel. Absolutely, Arlene. The mini-budget was a disaster, yes. Yes. True, uh, Liz Truss can't string a coherent sentence together. And fine, yes, she's been mostly in hiding since she took office. But, but I can... I'm sorry, I'm not sure where I was going with that. Well, well, she's about to do a triumphant trade deal with India. Yes. Well, she, she was until her Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, insulted Indian immigrants and well... Braverman, who it's worth pointing out is the daughter of immigrants, whose anti-immigration comments have so enraged India that it has trashed a trade deal between the UK and India that Brexit was about to deliver, proving yet again that immigrants are... Sorry... Sorry again, not really sure where that point was going either, so... Uh, King Billy Brexit! Yes, yes, yes. Let's look at the sheer mm. number of jobs that Brexit has created. The number of Prime Ministers has quadrupled since 2016. Six, uh, maybe seven, multiple Chancellors of the Exchequer. I can't quite count them all because I've had a few, let's be honest. Three DUP leaders in less than a month. And UKIP are gone, streamlined by Brexit, as are the EU bonkers days when only one person at a time had a job. Or stability, as they like to call it in Brussels, the 
the godless gizzards. No, 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 no. That's not the British way. We said Brexit would get rid of all the red tape and it's proven right. Absolutely. Soon the United Kingdom won't even have Northern Ireland or Scotland ending so much of the bureaucratic mumbo-homo-jumbo. So, so that we can get back and focus on the other, the real issues like tear-gassing the probable rioting mobs at the beleaguered food banks and unemployment camps next year. We're finally getting back to the days when Britain was Britain. Blackouts and the Blitz, sitting in our own filth, licking HP sauce off our fingers, drinking flat English ale and occasionally wetting ourselves when we've had one too many. It's the British way. God save the king. God save the king. Oh, and can I invoice in dollars because the pound is worth less than a tic-tac now? Samesies. Okay, okay, cute, cute. Welcome to the Cost of Living Coalition meeting against this government's abject... On a point of order there, please use your indoor voice, Richard Point Ban Barrett. Thank you. This is my indoor voice, Deputy Breach Carpenter Comrade, and I move that we do another protest as there are only 10,000 at the last one. So who are you? RTE, there were 50,000 at that protest. I move, can I hear that? Thank you, Comrade Murphy, but it's still not enough. So what is going on? Maybe, maybe, perhaps... I am not shouting loud enough. No, it's not that, Richard. It's the suppression of the walk of people's voice because the big, weak, fat, cat, neoliberal, rotisserie, chicken, corporate, goose, goose. Don't forget to take a breath, breathe. But running out of breath when you're talking makes it sound like you're really fighting for the walk of people learning the hard crust. <gasps> that is also sometimes a tactic that I like to use when I'm shouting in the door. Deputy Mick Barry on shock. Could everyone just take a deep breath? Okay, hello, Deputy Paul Murphy. I move that the Cost of Living Coalition needs a more narrow focus yeah. when I left the triumphant water protests oh, oh, no, yeah yeah yes. the water protests we had 100,000 every meeting Paul allow Deputy Kearns on behalf of the Social Democrats I can't believe the bleeding posh Dems think they're lefties <laughs> the thought of those poor creatures heading into the winter months yeah. we need to make sure they all have jackets here, here. Yes. and get them out for a walk every day and check for fleas and She's all about greyhounds again! Ah, jeez, Holly, these meetings always go to the dogs when you're here. <laughs> well, it could be worse. She could be banging on about the GGs or Gary Gannon, as he's also known. <laughs> hey, all yous. Do I do be sounding like Tony Gregory? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Look here, the fact of the matter is that Sinn Féin keeps stealing all our best clothes. Yeah. The Shinners have stolen my kafia scarf! No. no, our clothes. Oh. They call it for the energy cap and the tax and the corporate profiteers of fossil fuels, strawberry fuel, gas, lighting, fast and furious, fat cat, big mat, black hat, corporate, conglomerate, jolly monopolies. I just want my friends to know I did my best. When I see that tail wagging... That is enough of the greyhounds. What we should do is another protest. 45 minutes of bored and speeches before we start marching to sap the energy out of anybody who bothered even showing up. And I'm calling for a moratorium on data centres except the ones that let me post my shouty viral videos. Up the nurses. Palestine. We leave it there, so this is the most we've ever agreed on things in a meeting. Who are you, Fox News? We've agreed on 50 things last time. Who are you, Russia Today? I think we agreed on 500 things the last time. We did. We did. We did. We did. 
Right, here to relieve us from the endless chaos in Britain is Des with the sport. Des. Yeah, a much needed tonic dobbo. Mind you, every time I think about the women qualifying for the World Cup, it's emotional, you know. I, I start bawling like I'm a guest on Sunday with Miriam. It's just all so... Yes, well, it was uh, quite something. Even I might have shed a tear. Really? Were it not for my unflappable stoic professionalism, Des. Right. Uh, well, uh, reflecting on Tuesday night's hero- heroics is Ireland manager Vera Powell. Oh, the celebrations were sensational. We had samosa, sausage rolls, sushi and something called the spice bags. And we got how you say absolutely gee-eyed. It'd be a new phrase the girls teach me. I don't know what it means, but I really love. Also, now we are the sucking diesel, that's bleeding tropical. Ask me who... Oh. Uh, I can think of another phrase they might have taught her on the night, Des. Oh, you mean the girl singing up the ra? Oh. Yeah, that was, it was a shame. Especially yeah. since they were dressed entirely in orange and sponsored by a British company. Uh. Hashtag ooh ah, no self-awareness. <laughs> and actually that British company, Sky, lectured one of the players about Irish history, oh. which nearly made me take up arms. What? If those arms weren't so busy at the time spooning coleslaw into me. <sighs> Good grief. Ooh, ah, up Colts Law. I say ooh, Anyway, ah. they apologise, so we mustn't dwell. What's important is that they are going to Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, along with hopefully a sizable contingent from the RT Sports Department, if you catch my drift. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stephen Kenny's men's team got a draw that looks more like a firing squad in order to qualify for Euros 2024. France. Ouch. Holland. Oh dear. Greece. Oops. And Gibraltar. Oh, we should probably take them, shouldn't we? And uh, Brian Kerr's on the line. There's after the night shift, but anyways. Well, yeah, it's a bad draw, Brian. Steve-O did in the past life to deserve this malogian look. First the COVID, then the injuries now this. Only thing for it is to to write this campaign off and extend big man Steve's contract for another five years. Who's (laughs) with me, huh? Yeah, I must ask you about Jason McAteer's comments, Brian, where he said he couldn't respect you as All manager I'll say after Jack Charlton. Ah, ask me help. Yeah. I say, ah, ask me help. Alright. <sighs> right, that's lunch. Thanks, Des. Uh-huh. Welcome to The Meaning of Life. I'm Joe Duffy and this week I'm meeting former student activist, social worker, legendary broadcaster. Joe Duffy Thank you Joe Hi, Thank you God Welcome uh, You're looking well You too You're well Now tell us You grew up in a corporation house In Ballyferma What was that like? Well you had nothing Joe Dublin had nothing Ireland had nothing But nobody was whinging about it back then Because well, Because there was no live line Was there religion in your home? You were lucky there was windows in it Joe <laughs> It was the 1960s There was barely room for the insurance man The glimmer man The war man Bang bang Johnny Forty Coats And you went to Trinity College I did Where you were the only student whose duffel coat came from Guinea's. What was that like? I always felt like the outsider. They hated me in Trinity mm. because of me student activism, president of the union, putting in a machine for Johnny's. Joe's Johnny's. <laughs> they, they still hate me in Trinity because I was from Ballier. Ballier. Because of Funny Friday. <laughs> and, and what about a higher power, Joe? Go on. Do you believe mm. in Joe Duffy? Like the footsteps on the beach, mm. Joe. Does Joe Duffy carry you? Well, he'd need a strong back, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, he must have given you a bunt up because in 1979, yeah. you shared an altar in Galway with the Pope. Yeah. Must have been a deeply spiritual occasion, John. Yeah, me, Bishop Eamon Casey and Father Michael Cleary. I was the only one up there who wasn't the Holy Father. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you worked for the Holy Father of RT himself, yeah. Uncle Gabo. And I learned more from Gay than I did from all my years in Trinners. Yeah. 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 Gay never to stop giving out about the money you're on and your precarious position in RTE in public. It makes you very relatable. Oh. As if being from Ballier and permanently looking like an undertaker on the verge of tears wasn't enough. And on the RTE, it's hard to be neutral, isn't it? A lot of, a lot of controversies this year, Joe. Mm. People saying, alleging, mm. alleging mm. that you can be biased. No, no, I don't think so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But there, there you go, you... Uh-huh. People would say there's bias in there, in the... Uh-huh. Ah, oh, dear God. You did another one there, Jody. Oh, dear God. It's laced. Laced with editorial invective. Well, you just did the going up the octave thing, conveying a very subjective frustration that you don't like me answer, Joe. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a good trick, to be fair. It's it like, a, like a well-placed... Uh-huh. Ah, uh, there's nothing like a well-timed... Uh-huh. Or, oh, dear God. Or just a... <gasps> or how about a <laughs> Oh that's wonderful That's useful isn't it When you do the <laughs> Me personal favourite is Wonderful Wonderful Or a Oh. Finally oh. When you do arrive At the pearly gates Joe well, well I'm not a holy Joe 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 let's say If you arrive At the pearly gates Sure yeah huh. What'll you say to God I'll say to him Go on Wash your hands <laughs> Wash your hands God <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. God, take care. God bless. Come on. Bye. 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 In just a few weeks' time, COVID-19 turns three and no one can believe how big it's gotten. Most grown-up countries have adapted to the endemic disease by now, but Ireland still has a health service held together with Pritstick and the tears of junior doctors, so we're still wanging on about COVID to scare elderly people in a desperate bid to reduce numbers seeking health care. Stubbly egg Stephen Donnelly presented his winter emergency plan this week, which includes an urgent, targeted policy of Sure, we'll wait and see. Followed by a nationwide rollout of who's to say? So, so, while the numbers are not super bad, they're also not super good. They're kind of so so. So, so, I'm calling on the Irish people to do me a solid and follow the guidelines closely, which, to be super clear, don't actually exist yet. Asked about the dreaded hospital capacity, the Minister for Health for now had this to say. So, so the HSE has promised to deliver 543 outstanding beds, which I suppose means they're super cool four-poster ones with massage buttons and really and fluffy... No, no be- minister to Oh, not that kind of outstanding. Outstanding as in they were supposed to be delivered years ago. So, so, okay. That's on me, you guys. My bad. But I got this. Me Hallahan, my voice getting higher than down at the end. Party news.